welcome to the Insurance Post podcast. Today, instead of a host and panel, you have just me, Emma Ann Hughes, editor of Insurance Post, and content director, Jonathan Swift. We'll be talking about this year's Insurance Post power list and what it took to be deemed a mover and a shaker in today's industry. Hello, Swifty. Hi there, Emma. So, Swifty, can you tell me a little bit about the history of the Insurance Post power list? Oh, I certainly can. Uh, the the power list dates back to, if my memory uh, is correct, and it might not be, but about around 2003, I was in the pub with one of my friends who was a uh, sub-editor at a, a consumer title, and he was complaining and moaning about having to spend the whole day searching for photos of people that had been on the power list that he, he was featuring. And this got me thinking, a power list? Is there an insurance power list? And I, and I looked, and I couldn't find one anywhere at the time so um, yeah we did our first power list in 2003 we did it for uh, quite a few years I think until about 2008 and 9 then there was a gap for a reason that no one can remember but we kicked it off again in 2014 uh, and again we came to a hiatus uh, in 2018 which I suppose Emma brings me to now and can you tell me how does this year's power list different from the the past ones which were very much fueled by kind of um alcohol late nights. So they may have been shaking in the past power list but possibly alcohol induced. Well as always the power list reveals who's shaking things up in the industry but also who's shaping the wider world. Um, This year Post produced a long list of data on who is at the helm of the nation's insurance, insurtech and broker giants as well as who is rising swiftly up the ranks, shaping regulation or trying to disrupt the industry. So we added information on what approaches they're taking to diversity and inclusion, as well as how they're tackling environmental, social and governance affairs today. As this is 2023, we also had a quick look at LinkedIn and Twitter, um, and looked because basically the most modern of metrics when it comes to someone is influential is how many followers they have on social media, plus how are they using these platforms to engage with both their peers as well as their customers. So we ran all that information through our system and cross-checked it with the amount of interest Insurance Post subscribers show in stories, um, podcasts and other types of content featuring these individuals. And then that produced our shortlist. This shortlist was then shared with um, judges who then whittled down the list to the top 40 names that make up this year's Insurance Post power list. That sounds a whole lot more scientific than the one we did in 2003, I can tell you. And before we reveal the name of the final list, Emma, what are some of the common traits perhaps shown by those on the power list this year? Well, a quick scan of the list shows that all of the players on this year's list have shown the ability to positively alter events and change lives over a reasonable period of time. And they also managed to impress our esteemed panel of judges who were made up of experienced industry practitioners with hundreds of years of experience between them. While the industry may be taking significant steps towards becoming more diverse and inclusive, and a quarter of this year's list are female, the makeup of the top 10 is still dominated by white men with just two women making it into the top 10. However, um, it the makeup of this year's list does show that women are rapidly climbing the ranks and challenging the perception of the industry as stale, pale and male. When it comes to what's in a name, if your family crest has the word white, or if you're French, blanc, then you should definitely carry on listening to the podcast and make sure you check out the full list because you have a greater chance of appearing on it than anybody with a different type of surname. 
basically, in terms of just if you read the entire insurance post power list, it really does provide a blueprint of what you need to do in this day and age to achieve and succeed. When it comes to understanding what it takes for individuals to rise to the challenge of current economic events, face future environmental challenges and still ensure the industry meets the needs of consumers, reading about what today's movers and shakers are doing is essential. You know, if you take a deep dive into some, what some of the power players are doing with their equality, diversity and inclusion work, it really is inspiring. And it shows that leading lights in today's world, you know, simply don't just collect data about pay gaps. They implement policies and they monitor the impact of those. And they're also willing to put their head above the parapet and call that out sexism when they see it. Um, others are also showing the power of putting their money where their mouths are. Um, on working towards a more inclusive society with one CEO in the list ranking highly because they're paying for the tuition of free individuals who sought refuge in the UK. I challenge you to read it and not be inspired, Swifty, quite frankly. So what work for you um, that was done by the power players were you particularly impressed by this year? Well, I don't want to perhaps go um, too deeply into some of the things that impressed me because that probably then We'll spoil the names of some of the people in our top ten, but let's let's just say that I was impressed that we have a, a, a Swifty uh, amongst them, a, a fan of a, a, of Taylor Swift, unfortunately, not Jonathan Swift. Um, but anyway, um, I thought we'd start by looking back, and I look back to 2003, and unsurprisingly, nobody who was on our 2003 list is on our current list for for 2023, 20 years later. When I go to 2014, though, actually, uh, there are five people within the top 40 who are in our top 40 today, two of which I won't spoil because they are in our top 10. As to the others, uh, we had David Howden, Kevin Spencer and Steve White who are all in our top 40 today or in the top 40 in 2014. And obviously this, this shows their longevity. Steve White still going strong after 10 years at Beaver, which remains as re- relevant now as it was then. Kevin Spencer, who has still got a great nose for a deal. And, and David Howden, who continues to be you know, a very smooth operator this year. He, they did the deal for Tiger Risks, which obviously gave them a bigger global footprint. And they also picked off Riche in Manchester, which is one of those kind of brokers that most of the consolidators have been eyeing for years and years and years. Well, you know, David and his team got that over, over, the, over the, the line. Also, you know, I think David Howden's also been a very, very strong proponent of uh, the ESG as well, which obviously marks him out. I mean, I could go through all the whole list, but that would be quite a boring podcast, I think. So I've just picked off a few people here. I think we'll start with somebody who's probably n- new to the market and new to our list this year, in Hannah Gerger at the ABI. I think, you know, she's had a very successful first year, not least with the kind of blueprint they launched at the end of last year, which set out a multi-year strategy and work plan to improve um, diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, somebody who I spoke to recently, um, Olivier Jean, the uh, CEO of Wacom, uh, you know, you, you never seem to hear a story now about an insurtech seeking new capacity without, without Wacam being mentioned. I'm also quite impressed with the work they do with their, with their staff. I and mean, they even give their staff a vote on business decisions once a week, which is uh, very impressive. And finally, it's, it's worth mentioning um, Stephanie Ogden, who's the managing director of UK and Ireland HCI Global, who has gone from winning the British Insurance Awards a young achiever in 2016 to the powerlist in 2023. Well, that is some career trajectory. I would also like to mention about um, perhaps people who have revealed their hand this year, and I think that might have actually kind of hurt their position. So you've got Jeff Bezos. Um, I think Amazon would be higher. I think Jeff would be higher 
if, if the Amazon shop had not been launched. Because it's a bit like Scooby-Doo, really, isn't it? You know, you have there the insurance, the, the, their biggest fear, the most scariest thing they know. And, uh, and like Scooby-Doo, they took the mask off. And, and what does it reveal? A, a nice, cute little furry bunny. Um, it obviously might grow teeth and it might come to post a lot of a threat. But I think for now, it, it certainly isn't as scary as I think the, the first feared. Possibly only as scary as Scrappy-Doo at the moment, which um, still fills me with terror every time I see him on screen. Swifty, what do you feel are the lessons that Insurance Post subscribers can learn in how to progress their career by reading and engaging with this year's Power List? Yeah, yeah again, well, I'm going to take you back for a history lesson, um, Emma and the, and the listeners. Uh, I went back to 2003 and I looked at our top 10 then, and it's interesting that if you look at that top 10 at number two Patrick Snowball then at Norwich Union Dennis Mahoney at number four Aon John O'Rourke who was at Churchill at five and Annette Court who was at Royal Bank of Scotland Insurance at seven they have one thing in common they've all subsequently won the British Insurance Awards Achievement Award um, so obviously it's a barometer um, who to get in with uh, in terms of backing the winners in the market should you be looking for a new job if we look to the current list um, you know and perhaps replicating some successes of the people on the list I think what I'd say to the, to the listeners, if you want to get on in this market, and you know, as proven by the people in our, in our palace, is don't be afraid to speak to the press. I think it really does. It help, helps raise your profile. I think you should also stand up for what you believe and present the best version of yourself because there's no harm in coming across as a normal person, no matter kind of what floor your office might be. And finally, I think my final take home that if all, fa- all else fails, um, buy a major social media platform and control ticks. <laughs> Indeed. Which leads me to Swifty. Would you like to have the honour of revealing who made the top ten of our power list this year? Well, would you like to share the honour too, Emma? That would be lovely, as I've secretly always wanted to do the chart rundown on BBC Radio 1, so thanks for that. As always, the power list is dominated by stalwarts who are already making a massive mark and could dominate the industry for years to come. Our top ten in reverse order are... At 10, Julie Page, Chief Executive of Aon. Number 9, Elon Musk, co-founder of Tesla and Chief Twit. At 8, Mike Bruce, Group Chief Executive of Global Risk Partners. Number 7, Sam Woods, Chief Executive of the Prudential Regulation Authority. At 6, Peter Blanc, Chief Executive of Aston Lark and Executive Chairman of Howden. Number five, it's the money-saving expert himself, Martin Lewis. At four, Matt Brewis, Director of Insurance at the Financial Conduct Authority. Number three, it's David Ross, Chief Executive of the Ardonna Group. And at number two, narrowly missing that top spot, it's John Neal, Chief Executive of Lloyds of London. And the top spot, first place, goes to, roll the drums, no surprise, it's Amanda Blanc, the group CEO of Aviva. Congratulations to Amanda. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Insurance Post podcast. I would like to thank Swifty for joining me in the studio. And as always, also thanks to you for listening to the Insurance Post podcast. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Insurance Post and following us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. Make sure you come back next week for a discussion about how to future-proof the home insurance industry. Until then, this is Emran Hughes and Swifty signing off. 
the Insurance Post podcast is a product of InfoPro Digital.